0: At a joint session this week, county and city leaders met to discuss the expansion for the Monroe County Convention Center. For latest update on the convention center expansion, WFHB correspondent Bianca Pugliese provides today's
1: feature report.
2: City and county officials continue to clash over the future of Monroe County Convention Center. Officials have been working on an expansion project but they have run into their fair share of roadblocks along the way. Monday evening, city and county officials met to negotiate a solution attempted to appease all parties involved. Disagreements between the city and the county remain evident, especially regarding property transfer to a capital improvement board. In short, both the city and the county have yet to form a capital improvement board, which would oversee the expansion project. The disagreement in the property transfer continues to stall the expansion. County officials, such as attorney Margie Rice, remain hopeful, saying it's time to resolve the issue.
1: I think the county commissioners and the county council feel like we've made a lot of progress. We're really looking forward to getting this wrapped up and hope that we don't, you know, focus on what can't be agreed upon because they've made such, such good progress. And if we can keep focusing on what we agree upon, which is, you know, that we've identified what's necessary for this project, we're all in for giving the land that's necessary for the project. If we can focus on that, I think we'll get there.
2: However, Rice argues land south of the convention center, as far south as 2nd Street, should not be transferred to the Capital Improvement Board.
1: There is land that the county acquired that is south of the current convention center, goes all the way to it borders 2nd Street. And that land that is south of the convention center is not going to be used for this current project. In none of the designs has the architect identified that land being south of the Convention Center as necessary for this project.
2: The mayor sums up the city's point of view by saying he wants the city to allocate revenue from the city's innkeeper's taxes to a capital improvement board. He added city-owned parcels near the Convention Center should be transferred to the Capital Improvement Board. Deputy Mayor Mick Reniason said the county and the city have different goals in giving land to a capital improvement board for the Convention Center expansion. Raniason explains the city's side.
0: I think there are two differing versions of the map that were shown last night at the meeting between, the there weren't quite 20 elected officials there, but the city and the county councils and the administrative branches, the mayor on our side and the county commissioners on their side, where the county's perspective seems to be to only want to transfer the land that the innkeeper's tax purchased that looks like it's immediately needed for the expansion and the potential hotel. And the city believes all the innkeeper's tax purchase property should be transferred into the CIB's Control of the Capital Improvement Board so that they can make decisions about how that land gets used in the future, whether that's two years from now, five years from now, or 30 years from now. Some 26 years ago, the first convention center was built, and for the last decade or more it's been discussed it needed to be expanded. You'd hate to give up land so nearby when there might need to be another expansion another decade from now or maybe another hotel project or something else that would complement what's already being considered to be built there. So I think that's our perspective, and the, the county believes they don't want to see the extra land not used in the immediate future sit idle. Um, and so I think there's the discrepancy, just a difference of opinion about whether or not all the land should be transferred. Our sense is that it should be. Um, there's also an equitability issue and that we're transferring all the land around the site that we purchased into the CIB's control, and we think that The same should hold true for the county.
2: Another issue stems from the county convention center and the visitors commission. Reniason said he has a unique position to see firsthand how the money flows from the innkeeper's tax revenue to both Visit Bloomington and the convention center.
0: Well, I happen to be a sitting board member of Visit Bloomington, so I've got a pretty clear understanding of how the funding flows to both entities now. So 60 percent of the innkeeper's tax collected goes to support the Uh, staff and the operation of Visit Bloomington, which promotes tourism activities throughout the city and the county. And and that needs to continue, Uh, whether that percentage is 60, 61, 59, or whatever it needs to be. uh, That that support is critical for everybody that's in the tourism industry to have support from the Visit Bloomington team. Then the other portion of that now at 40% has gone to Uh, operate the existing convention center and the staff and the great effort of work product that they produce, along with paying for the land, the debt service on the land that was purchased for the expansion project. So, you know, in the future, the CBC appointments, we believe, should be equal. So there's one of the five that is designated as the memorial union director of the hotel. So that's the sort of one out of the five's already been preselected, and the other four, three have to be hoteliers. The city believes we should be able to choose our two, and then the county would choose their two. And that's that's fair and equal. Uh, the county proposed that the city provide them a slate, something around uh, two per every position that the city would have an appointment for. So, in other words, four for the two that we would have a say in, and then they would select from that. And, you know, that's, that's a compromised position, I suppose, but in the true and equal partnership that the county has asked for all along in the process, Uh, the city thinks that's kind of being restrictive about our two appointments. So the lawyers are looking into that to see if there is some state legislative uh, provision that makes it so that we have to provide them options as opposed to the city recommending just two people for those two appointed positions and then the county just accepting those recommendations and making the final appointment, which they have to do by state statute now.
2: County Attorney Margie Rice gave the county's perspective in fairly issuing funds from tax revenue to Convention Center and Visit Bloomington.
1: The argument from the county council's perspective is not whether the city should make appointments to the, or make recommendations for appointments to the Convention and Visitors Commission. I think that the county commissioners and the county council are looking forward to the city giving some input about who should be on the commission. I think the concern is that they want to follow the Indiana code provisions, which give the ultimate discretion for making the appointments to the CDC to the um, county. So the county commissioners get two and the county council gets three and they want to make sure that they maintain that discretion. So whether that looks like a panel of appointments that the city recommends and the county picks from them or whether that ends up looking like um, nominations that are made from the city and the, and the county ultimately gets to affirm or deny Um, Either one of those, I think, would be fine, but they still want to maintain that the county council and the county commissioners keep their statutory discretion.
2: Reniason spoke on behalf of the city. He said both parties should focus on commonalities while working out the details.
0: In the big picture of things that we're having a discussion about details like this in an interlocal agreement and that we've gotten past the formulation of a capital improvement board as a mechanism to move forward. We've agreed that is the mechanism to move forward. We've agreed assets should be transferred into the capital improvement board's control. We've agreed that the capital improvement board should be made up of three appointments from each entity plus one jointly appointed. So there's, there's a whole lot more agreement than there is disagreement. So the things that we're talking about now uh, don't surprise me that when you get down to the final details of a very complex uh, partnership, which it's been that way from day one, and that's not a criticism, it's just fact. You've got a lot of different entities involved in this and you know, groups of 20 elected officials coming to an agreement on um, a matter of this complexity with the long-term future uh, significance of it for our community. It's understandable that we're going to get stuck on some things. And I would just say we worked our way through some of the other hurdles at the time, and I think we'll work through these. Even at the moment, it doesn't look like there's consensus on those two topics. I think we'll find a resolution to that, and I hope that happens sooner than later.
2: A meeting has been scheduled to resolve tensions between the county and the city leaders on Monday, March 2nd. For WFHB, I'm Bianca Pugliese.
0: That was Bianca Pugliese with an update on the Monroe County Convention
2: Center expansion project.